So, Dak, what a final. Oh, mate, how are you? It's all right, mate. All right, mate. This is right. away this weekend, you're on daddy duties. I know, but I'm glad, mate, because I had a mayhem was, last weekend. Drag? Don't incriminate yourself, oh, but how was it? Mate. I was at steam and you would have, I would have thought I was in Prague, but I was in Krakow, mate. Oh, there you go, then. <laughs> mate, I swear, the least said the better, mate. It was absolute bonkers from start to finish. I've got Krakow in September for a wee tiny stag there. I would tell you good places to go, but I've got no idea where I was all weekend. <laughs> tell me, mate. Right, well, fuck it, we'll get right into it. Round up 18. As usual, our sponsor is Stuart Ventilation. The boys are brilliant. Go check them out on Facebook. And uh, see if you can give them a wee bit of business. That'd be lovely and then they can give us more money. So, um, Junior Scottish Cup quarterfinals. Bells Hill, nil. Glenafton, four. East Craigie, two. Shots, one. Hurlford, one. Cumnock, two. Larkhall, one. Glencairn, two. Start with Hurlford and Cumnock. That was a big one for the two Premier League sides there. Yeah. It's a massive result, making into the... Semi-finals, I don't even know, is the draw been made for the semis yet, do you know? No, it's not made yet, mate. I don't know when they're, when they're making the draw, but it's, it hasn't been done yet. That's a good result for Cumnock, so kind of been half the boiler we touched recently, so we were delighted with that one. Mm-hmm. I, I feel for, it's not really a surprise, going after beating Bells Hill quite comfortably at that. I feel for Bells Hill, though, they've done really well to get to the quarterfinals, a team at their kind of level and the fact that they've had a hard year or two, it's a great... Great achievement for them to even reach that stage. Aye, mate, I think firstly on coming up, mate, brilliant. See the travelling they took, I think they took out with four buses or something down. Uh, I think i seen something where somebody from Hurlford commented it's one of the, probably the biggest support they've ever seen a club take down to, a, take down to their park. So hats off to them, the full, the full village or town, town, is it a town or a village? Is it a town? Sorry, guys. But the full the full tunes get right behind it and they've went down and, and the and the team's delivered. Uh, I think they went one 0 down, didn't they? Ah, Squib, good goal, Squib, I think. And then they've bounced back really well. So gives them a semi-final uh, to look forward to. And listen, that that club's been crying out for a Scottish for years because we went down like the old joke and all that. They're all that's something that they talk about. But brilliant for coming up. Um Owen Glenafton, I expected it, but you always think because Bells Hill are at home, they can make the game a wee bit tighter than what it was, but um, Granafton have scored a couple of early goals, mate. As soon as they've got the early goals, man, the game's deep. Do you know what I mean? Kind of knocks the stuff in out of Bells Hill, kind of gets quiet as the crowd early. Do you know what I mean? They can make it a wee bit, try and make it a wee bit intimidating. So, well done to Granafton as well. That was some attendance. i seen a picture for the Bells Hill game. What a crowd they had in it, man. And that's what I mean. They would have went for the expectation, the Bells Hill and that, and they would all go into it. But then Glenafton have came out the traps and, and, and silenced them early. And, 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 and that's always the way you want when you're playing an away game in the cup, in it, man. You want to you want to give the home team a, a mountain to climb, and then that just means you can pick them off in the break. So brilliant for Glenafton, mate. Aye, uh, yeah. Glencairn as well. We're going to them for making the, the semis. Hardlines for Lark Hall. That's another one where team in the third division give a right good account of themselves only losing 2-1. They'll obviously be disappointed with that, but Glen Cairn is a game that they, they should on paper be winning. But it's been a great run, like for themselves, it's been a great run for Larkville. Yeah, I was in Alvan, it looked a good crowd. 
Because I seen wee Jack McElveen, he showed a good bit of composure with the penalty because it was a uh, was getting quite like frosty, you know what I mean, before he hit it, and he's done well, showing good composure, stuck it away, and, and silenced the silenced the lot whole crowd. But aye, that's a good result because that's a tough place to go. To. We've spoke previously about how many goals and the firepower that Lark Hall's going they've had home advantage so great result for Glencairn and they give themselves a, a great opportunity shots have to a great, great support and up to Dundee East Craigie did you see that boys finish? No I literally have to oh, see PG if you got a chance half the back of this mate look at East Craigie's uh, I think it might be their second goal mate volley mate honestly mate it's, it's an unbelievable technique mate uh, it's a shame for shots. It'd have been nice for four West teams in the semis. I'm fairly confident that a West team will win it, but um, it'd have been nice to have the four in the semis. And shots are a team that no so long ago that they were they went and won a Scottish Cup. Was it 2012 they won it? Uh, I won it under Tony, didn't they? Tony uh, Mack. So it's yeah. one of the ones that'd have been nice to have seen them there. I'll, uh, I'm seeing with Ali Martin on Wednesday, so I'll see what he says there. He scored, but didn't he? Did he? Nice. Ah, you, you looked at it, no? no, mate. See, because I had that high rocks yesterday. I've honestly been an absolute zombie since I finished. All right, mate. I'll, I'll keep you right. I because I'm bust, man. I always hold me. We'll move on to the, the Premier League. Talbot 2, Pollock 1, Clyde Bank 2, Peters Hill 1, Meda 3, Canvas Lang 4, Conan 2, B3, Larks 5, Arthur 0, Trun 0, Rob Roy 2. Start with yourselves as always. Um, Talbot bang on form and usually for a wee bit of an up and down start for Maxi. Um, how was the game? It's, it looked tight on paper anyway. It was tight, mate. It was tight. Uh, see, Talbot were a better team in the first half. Uh, don't think we, we we created too much clear cut in the first half. Um, second half, Gaffer changed it up, changed the shape, and I think we looked a lot better. Looked a lot maybe afraid. I think we were the better side. We knocked the ball about better in the second half. They always looked a, a threat, in my opinion, on the counter because they had uh, they broke boiling on and all. Um, and then we've got back to one each, and you think we're in the ascendancy, and they've went up the part and, and scored probably when when we've when we've been in the ascendancy. Um, and it's kind of knocked the stuff when it was a wee bit. I'd say the piece of draw would have probably been a fair result. I think we shaded the first half, uh, the second half, sorry, but. At the same time, I don't think we created loads and loads. We did not work big leashmen as much as we probably have liked. They defend, but that's testament to them. They defended really well. And then I think I know they, I don't know. I think they could have done it ten men and on the first half. Maybe they said that we Mason was on a button, um, and it was a punch, but it wasn't a punch. I've seen it back. It was like he's happened. With the, with the arm, when him and Burnsy are rolling about, there's a wee stramash on the flare. And, uh, he was already booked, I think, could have maybe got another yellow because Burnsy's been booked. So if, if Burnsy's been booked for his partner, then I think that he should have been booked, but the ref seemed to have booked the wrong person. So, But listen, I'm no clutching at straws at the end of the day. Talbot have dug deep, but they always do. They've got, they've got the winner. When a game well, it's been tight and they could have dropped points and and listen, that's just typical Talbot and and listen, well done to them. I'm not going to sit here and, and make excuses. Up, I thought in spells we played well, we knocked the ball about well, but and just in the end we've just came up short again and it just seems to be very fine margins in for us, mate. They don't seem to be quite gone gone for us. They wee 
the rubbery green, I think, in long spells, we've, we've done well and defended well, but we're just not quite getting that cutting edge up front, or cutting edge in the final third. That's the thing, it's going to take Maxi time. I mean, you look at the job we did at Rob Roy, um, did a tremendous job there with such limited resources, and it will take him time because... Ultimately, there's a lot of quality in that side, but it's no his team yet. He's got to get his players and his ideas, which no, it's obviously very different in relative terms. But you look at, I was talking about it date someday, you look at Arteta. Arteta had first season shocking at Arsenal. Second season was decent. Now look at him top of the league, five points clear. Sometimes it just takes time. You need to give managers two or three years. That's what it's like sometimes. I think I don't really want to spend too much time on it, but I, I think you're bang on. I think I think deserves time. I think he's he's going to get time anyway, and, and should get time to, to put his own put his own plans in action. He can't just do it in eight to ten weeks. You know what I mean? He needs to get his own players in. He needs to get through his own pre season and stuff like that. So I definitely think that. Time, but the, the problem is it pull up the expectations oh, there to win every week, and we get that. No, I mean we know that, but at the same time we're trying to try to try to build the gaffers, try to build on things and and work away really hard in the background to 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 get his own his own plans in place. So listen, these things they take time, mate. But we need to keep we need to keep winning games of football. We know that anyway. Do you know what I mean? The Talbot are absolutely flying. I know. I mean. I was going a couple of weeks ago, um, start of the season, really poor start for them. They were struggling in terms of numbers at times. I was hearing for, not that they only got like an 11 out, but they were struggling in terms of the depth in their squad. They seem to be flying right under the radar. I don't know if because Darvill are doing so well in the Scottish. There's a lot of, and quite rightly, a lot of publicity on them. And B, they're doing tremendously well at the top of the league. There's a lot of, kind of scope on them. Talbot are just doing what they're doing. They came roaring right back. They win their games in hand. They go to the league. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. unbelievable how well they're doing. But moving on to tap the league. Beath beating Kowanen 3-2. Um, Tiff's first game at Kowanen. I think Tiff has not taken to charging to Monday, I think. Yeah, mate. That's kind of fitting because I know fuck all about what's happened this weekend. But um, on, on Beath... Strainy is doing a phenomenal job. That's six in the bounce for them in the league, I think it is. I would not have predicted this for Bede at the start of the year. I'm not going to lie to you. And it's nice to see a strong, strong Bede team again because I think the last few years they've kind of hovering about middle of the league, top half of the league, and I think they're a better side and a better club than that. So Strainy and his team are doing very well at the moment. Josh Fowler, absolutely flying the as well. Yeah, flying me. One thing I'll say about Bede is that They've got good players, but see what the heck the biggest thing about them is for playing against them. I think they, they seem a tight unit. You know what I mean? And I think and that's worth its weight in gold. Do you know what I mean? The the players all seem tight. They seem a, a good a good bunch together that all seem to, to want to roll their sleeves up and, and fight and dig for each other and there's a togetherness there, do you know what I mean? And as I said, that's worth its weight in gold, especially in these tight games when they've beat us one 0 and then Saturday when they've won three two it. They're the, they're, that togetherness is what, what gets you through and, and, and gets you the three points. And listen, when you've got when when you've got the goalies playing really well on start and you've got good a good defenders there, but when you've got somebody like we Fowler up front that's gonna that's gonna score the goals, then so uh, the so, 
No, just a van driving outside my house, mate. I hope I'm not going to get snipered. <laughs> um, no, and then you get somebody like Fowler, who's always going to get you a goal and always looking afraid. And it's a good mix they've got, but they've done they've done tremendously well and they deserve so much credit because I, I, I totally agree at the start of the season. I, I, I knew Strainer would have them well organised, but did I quite think that they were going to be up at the top of the league and challenging? No, I didn't. They, they, they don't look like faultering either, to be fair play to them. So, aye, they've done really well and, and, and deserve so, so much credit. Ah, yes. The thing is, see if you only know Strainer through what you see. I think he gets sent off. It's not a surprise. That's just ah, it's not a surprise. Maybe his team being top of the league is a surprise uh, to people, but him getting sent off is not a surprise. Well, see, see, Ryan, see if you only have a perception of Strainy when you see him on the park, outside the park. He's obviously, in, he knows this himself, he's, he's not a hugely light guy, but a lot of people... I've, we've been fortunate enough, we've spent a wee bit of time in his company, and I, I like him, he's a nice guy. But what's clear is he did a great job at co-winning, and I know things went a bit odd at the end, and it wasn't necessarily just up on that stuff. But he's clearly a good coach, clearly a good manager, and he's shown that again at Bede. He's done a great job. But nice to touch on another club um, who are absolutely flying at the moment, uh, it's Kai Bank beating Peter Sell 2-1. I know Peter Sell had a really tough season. I mean, it's looking like there's almost no chance, in my opinion, unless they have a huge turnaround and uh, sign up because they've played like seven games more than Corin, you know what I mean? So they're, they're so far behind in terms of games. But Clyde Bank, five wins at the last six in the league, got themselves into fifth place with a couple of games in hand on yourselves. They win their games in hand, they put themselves in a position where a top three is looking possible for them, and it's been quite the turnaround they've had in the last six weeks. Aye, aye, and I think Saturday they've probably not no been at their best and they've won the game, and I'm going to ask you again because I like just seeing you crumbling. Did you see the penalty now if it's crossed the line or not? Never seen anything, man. I've not seen anything. I've not seen a thing. <laughs> the penalty mate if you got a chance to look mate there's footage of Nicky Little's penalty mate Neil saves it and it kind of he saves it and it backspins and, and the ref keys it behind the line but there's a debate there if it's crossed the line or no so a lot of the Peters Hill camp are giving it it never crossed the line and obviously the Clyde Bank camp are getting it it did cross the line I think it's like that one at the World Cup there's so many different views coming uh, through and angles coming through where you show one angle and it looks as if it's nowhere near by the line, but then somebody's up the hill's got another another view and then it, it looks as if it's close to the line. So but I tell you what, it was it was tight, mate, and, and listen, it's just a wee bit of the rubbery green, but that they get and it was unfortunate for Peter Hull because that would have been a good point for them. Yeah, when you're saying uh, different angles and felt behind not. All I could think about was a JFK conspiracy and the grassy knoll and that and all these different angles. Who shot? Oh, have, you seen, have you seen that? Aye, the grassy knoll. You've not seen nothing else this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, mate, I'm fucking right. I, 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 I have to yesterday, man. No, I just don't know. It's, it's, it's a nice debate. I've been sitting looking at it on Twitter. I'm not, I, I, to be honest with you, I've not made my own mind up because I've seen a couple of different views, but don't know. Maybe the goalie union in me will say... I don't think it's behind the line, but that's just that's just me just clutching it straws, mate. You know what I mean? I know some Clyde Bank fan will come at me for that. <laughs> um Canvas Lang beating the Meda. Um great result for Canvas Lang. That's two wins in a bounce for them. The Meda are kinda 
what lost three of the last five. They dropped off after the great start they had when George came in. But again, full credit to Canvas Lang and down to can do it in Meda Park and get a 4-3-1. Ah, I think that sounds like a great game, Ding Dong. I think that Canvas Lang have been getting beat and then they went in the lead and then uh, Meda have made a wee comeback towards the end as well. So, great couple of weeks for, for Canvas Lang and they deserve some amount of credit. It was only a couple of weeks ago. Pomberley took a team down to Talbot and they only get beat 3-1. They didn't have any subs and all that, mate, and he's managed to get a few players in as well and they've took six points beating Arthurley and Meda and they deserve a lot of credit and I think that, that that just shows you what they're all about and the character that they've got about them in their club. So really well done to Canvas Lang. Um, they've signed a couple of players as well, which is going to make them stronger. So, I it's looking up for Canvas Line. On Meda, I, I just think that Meda may be a wee bit similar to us. Now. I just think that they're maybe playing better, but they're just they're playing all right, but they're just not getting the rubbery green, mate. They're just not getting that wee, that wee bit of luck when it comes, you know what I mean? So, I don't, I wouldn't read too much into it for them. I think George and that are, George and that, a good management team, and I think that it'll be a matter of time before they pick up points. You get big Cal Graham, Connor Boyd up front, they're going to score goals, the boy Kerr as well, do you know what I mean? So I think if they can just get back to keeping clean sheets, they've got experience here with Walton and stuff, I think then it'll be a matter of time before they're picking their points out again. I agree, mate, I agree. Um, before we move on, we'll touch on quickly... Great result for Lance, 5 0 or Arthur. I was a bit surprised when I saw that. Um, They've yeah. a good couple of weeks. I definitely. Well, I was looking looking at their form. They picked up ten points in the last. Sorry, I picked up ten points in the last six games. And see, to be honest, see that kind of form for Largs, that keeps you safe. If you're doing that every five six games, you're picking up ten points. That kind yeah. of form definitely keeps you safe. And I think it's a it's a tremendous result for them. And it's not been a good, it's been a good couple of weeks for Arthur, to be fair. I know, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, I think in the draw with them, they're a hard team to beat. And they, work, they go and beat Darvel after being 2 0 down a few weeks ago. Definitely a tough team to beat. They come not with a late goal mind away, you know what I mean? And so Arnie's done, mate. You can't, you can't praise Arnie enough for the job he's done down there, to be fair. Nah, definitely. Um, another one, Rob Roy beating Trun 2 0. Rob Roy had uh, four defeats in a row, so that was nice for them to pick up some points. Troon, normally we talk about Troon being that under-the-radar type team sitting 6th, 7th in the league. It's no so grateful in this season. They've only picked up four points in the last six games. They're in a wee bit of a bad run now. They've got themselves in a position where relegation is looking like a possibility for them this season. They do have enough quality, in my opinion, to be able to keep themselves safe, but they're doing there with the likes of Rob Roy, Arthur Lee, Cohen and stuff at the moment, and I think it's something that they'd hope to be fixing. Aye, I think that um, Rob Roy, firstly, that's a big three points. That's Goldie's first first three points in charge, and and, and that's a good three points. So I tell you what, Rob Roy, a good side mate. Team. I was impressed with him. They've got some good young players down there, and obviously I know a bit more about them now because he, he Maxi and Chris and and Brian and that coming into, into Pollock so I expect them to pick up the points get some good players there and that'll, that'll, get, that'll probably get them rolling but I Troon I totally agree with what you're saying man Troon have got a lot, a lot better quality players and what they're showing and it's just they're just going through a tough B time but they're a decent side I think any day they could turn up and they, can, they, could, they could turn somebody else so 
I don't want to say too much. We play them next Wednesday, mate. So I think that I, I honestly, I know, I know quite a few other players as well, and they're very good, mate. So I, 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 I can see them. I can see them getting a run of form at some point. I just, I just don't want it to be next week, obviously. <laughs> right. We'll move on to the first division. Bonnet and one, Donnywood one, Cumberland one, Whitlitz two, Drumchapel three, Ben Bob nil, Gartcairn nil, Nielsen one, Rossfield two, The Rock one. St. Caddox now called Burnley 3. And that's where we will start. Um, that's a great result for Colburnley. That's five in the bounce for them. St. Caddox are having a wee tough spell. I think that's them lost three games out of the last four, two of the last three in the league. Um, that's a huge result for Sean and his team. And great result. To keep them in the hunt, because the drum, I was at the drum, obviously, uh, Wednesday night against the Rock. And I genuinely was very impressed. Like, mm-hmm. the Rock were off it a wee bit, and I, I don't think David would uh, think I was speaking out of turn when I say that. The Rock won at their best day that wee spell where they put the drum right under pressure and they scored a couple of goals. But at that, they won't really hit it. But the drum were excellent, I thought. And, I, and they looked like they had another gear or two to go up. I mean, they were 3 0 up, went 3 2. Yeah. Scored the man sent off. Went scored one or three goals. Uh, they were yeah. just they were very, very good. And that's um so for Coburnley to be able to keep the pressure on them and also chip away at St. Caddox, who were looking like they were going to be the team to beat for a while there. It's mm-hmm. a great result for them. It's been a great couple of weeks for Coburnley. I actually Kelly beat with the late the late winner last week and then now they've they've beaten St. Caddox. So that's a that's a tremendous week or two for, for Sean and, and, and everybody connected to Coburnley. Especially he went three 0 away from home, keep a clean sheet. Expect St. Caddox have went out through the week, done a bit of done a bit of the uh, business, and they? they get Dal Muller in started, yeah. the, the boy Jones that was on the bench. So they've went out and they've they've made some signings and and they, you you think that's going to make St. Caddox stronger as well. So for Coburn to get down there, the boy McKenzie getting a double makes a very good double. Had a wee swat, had a wee look at the game and done really well, but Brilliant couple of weeks for uh, brilliant couple of weeks for Coburnley. They've, they've got themselves right back into the mix be- because of their recent form, mate. <coughs> I'm wild with doing the ring with her. Um, Tottenham and McKenzie. We actually seen him a year ago the day, mate. It was a year ago the day we went uh, Mary Hill and Narfoli. And we both said that, that McKenzie, even though Mary Hill won the great that day, we like, McKenzie, he looks a player. Yeah. Three last week, two this week. Actually, I said, so when Doyle took care of the, I think Caddox show, I was talking to him, and he's like, he's like, anybody you'd recommend? And I was like, the boy McKenzie at um, Mary Hill's a right good player. I says he's maybe worth a look at. I don't know if he did have a look at him or no. But it's came back on him. Came back I said, Sean, Sean will know, thank you, mate. It's been... <laughs> Pimping out his player, mate, you know what I mean? But he'll oh, no, uh, Mark's player, I don't know if I'm Ah, right, yeah. that's right. He's, <laughs> he looks as if he's enjoying his football, mate, and Coburn, they keep rolling on. But on the drum and all, mate, as you said, mate, they're absolute flying, mate, honestly. Ah, definitely. Um, we'll go into that one, the new, because the Bens have had a right good spell. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. After their Scottish Cup run finished, they kind of were slowly, slowly get going. That's, they won four at the last five and were drawn the other game. Really one of the important teams in the league. That's quite, without seeing the game, that's quite a convincing, convincing win for the drum 3-0. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that was the first time I saw Tempton the other night. 
he does not look like he's the type of player that's going to be charging about the park and doing hurdles and hurdles of running. What a player, but see for this level, just his feet. There was one right in front of us um, on Wednesday where he's doped the shoulder, a mega boy, and then just ran away from him. It was class. But see, for me, Cal Victoria, that is going to be an absolutely massive signing for them. He was he was brilliant early. I thought and I thought Deasy at 35 was class early as well. I uh, I think they will me, I think they've got players, mate, or or right through their squad, mate, that are brilliant players, mate, and had good good careers, whether it's been in the seniors or if it's whether it's been good junior players over the years and that as well. So I think that hope he's got a good mix here. Um, he's, he's definitely added quality, man. When you've got that firepower, not I mean it's it's always going to I think that they're one of the teams I know that they, they've got that good mix going in there. They're solid defensively but and they're scoring goals, you know what I mean? But even I think when they have an half day defensively, they've got that firepower to probably blow them, blow other teams out the water. So they're going to take some going, but tell you what, how good's that league, man? I was looking at oh, it last night well, and it was, it's, really, it's really tight, mate, and it's, it's going to be some, some run, mate, right through to the end. No, I agree, mate. Um, because as you're looking at drummer sitting tap, they know they've got a couple of games in hand and a point clear of Coburnley. The way they're going, it's going to be hard to, to see anybody stopping them at this moment. But before that, with Darvo six, seven weeks ago, Bido came in at Talbot coming back. But um, okay, it's actually it's escaped me. You talk about the defence. I thought uh, Big Dom McLaren, I thought he was really good. I'm a good player, mate. Yeah, I love, mate. Always plays every week, mate. He's so consistent, mate. He's an 8 out of 10, 7, 8 out of 10 every week, do you know what I mean? So these are all, they're all good players, mate. They're all good players. Aye, there's a lot of quality. On the league table, I'll go in front of me here. Drumchapel played 14 with 33 points. Coburnley, 16 games played with 32. Garkern, 16 with 30. St. Caddock's, 15 with 30. The Borough, 17 with 27. The Benz, 15 with 26. So that's when you're starting to kind of lose teams a wee touch. But on Gart Cairn, he'll be really disappointed. Two games in a row, the blows. A tremendous result for Kev's Nielsen's team. I think that's excellent result for them. Can I wait to Gart Cairn and get a 1-0 win? Ah, yeah, it's a brilliant result for Kevin and, and well done to him. Do you know what I mean? I think they've had a cut. We cut a disappointing results, but I think that I think that, that just shows you see what a new manager comes in. It does take a does take a few weeks for them to get in and, and get settled and and find out what players is for them and maybe who's no for them and that and find out shape wise what he's what they're all about and what the players are suited to and stuff like that. So I think that that's only going to breed confidence in that dressing room and I think that that's a brilliant result for Kevin and the, the Nielsen team. I do agree. Um... A huge result at the bottom end of the table. Whitlet's beating Cumberland 2-1. Um, they're sitting five points adrift just now, but they've got six games in hand on Rossville. And they're ten points behind Cumberland with five games in hand. Whitlet's are a better team, I think, than seven points out of 12 games. I definitely think that. I mean, that's, their, that's their first win since the second game of the season. Aye, um, I think they're a better team. Uh, it's good for them because see the after the back of the, the cup final disappointment, you know what I mean? You don't want you don't want your season to go for bad to worse. So what that gives them now is that focus now and hopefully that can be a springboard to try and push on and try and get the points to get them up the league. It's 
it's for them poor or miss a bit of misfortune. But on the other hand, it's a really massive win for Ross Gale beating the Rock two one. The Rock were one 0 up at um in the first half. Aye, Ross Gale scored. Ross Gale scored a penalty and then scored in the last minute, mate. That's a huge three points for them. Aye. I think it's a snippy, a... snippy between Rosvale and the Rock. Oh, Rock there's what's... been a wee rivalry over the years, and now, now obviously it's Kevin's there's the guy for it, but Kevin's well liked, thank the boys at the Rock. But aye, that's that was that was a big result for for Kevin, the the boys at Rosvale, and I seen the goal at the end and that as well, and. The celebrations and that, but listen, that's what happens when you get when you get a last minute winner. Do you know what I mean? It's the celebrations are heavy, man. It's loud. So, no, nah, it's a great result for for Rosville, mate. Yeah, I'm going to let you in on a wee secret. I didn't, didn't see her. Did you know? Never saw. Never saw. Surprisingly, you can't you can't see them all, mate. I can't mate. You're right or any of them apparently. Um, <laughs> the Rock have only won one at the last six. They had that right, right good spell at the start of the season. You particularly know Davey well enough to know that his teams don't really lose a lot of games. I think for me that's their their slim chances of promotion gone. But I don't think they're going to be in any danger. I think there's too much quality in that side, too much experience Aye. and in the management team for them to, to be in any great danger. But it's a wee, a wee run that he'd like, he'd like to end. See, for me, just in, in my opinion, I love wee Davey and See if Davy keeps that rock team in the league. We what what you went into in the summer, mate. I think that it's it's an unreal unreal job because I, I just think that he's went in. He's had to add players, not that people. I think they're going to get relegated, not that. I think for I think if you were to look to where they are the now, you would have. I I know he's so proud, man. He's so passionate, man. He's a great great guy, and I think. He'll be hurting more than anybody with a recent bit of form, but one thing's for sure, they've got too many good players. As you see, I think I can see them picking up results and just staying in, just staying in the leagues, that'll consolidate them and then it gives David a chance through the summer and that to to get them going and, and add to it and that as well and be petering that. So I've got no worries about the rock now. Not I mean, but the their their form will turn as well because they're 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 good they're good management team down there. Um, we'll move on to second division, but before we do that, I'm going to go with my charger because the battery's going to die off. Okay, mate. Oh, oh man. If I went up the stereo, man, I feel like I might get somebody else's legs on. Hey, I don't know how you've done it, to be fair. Oh, stuff, stuff. Right, so we're back. Second division. Oh, dear. Oh, sorry, we'll start with Friday night game, Glasgow Union 0, Renfrew 6. Ardier 2, Fourth 0, Perthshire 2, Maryhill 1, Greenock 1, Muir Cup 2, Coalside 1, Yoker 3, Mabel 2, Car- uh, Craig Mark 2, Dance 0, Ashfield 3, Wishaw 3, Glasgow United 2. Renfrew needed that result on Friday night. They've um, had a great season, hardly lost a game, Cup final that they won, but their form's no been, it's not been anywhere near as good of late. I think they, what, the last six games, they've won two, drawn three and lost one. So there's no end of the world stuff, but now they're in a position where Ashfield won their game in hand. Ashfield can go to the league when it looked like there was not going to be any catching run through. Mm-hmm. They've only lost two games in 17, so it's not exactly... It's not Aye. Crisis in, but that was many, many of the lost? 
Two. Played 17 games, you say? Aye. 17 games, you lose two games, you know what I mean? It's mad how mad to think that they're, and they're saying they've went half a boil, you know what I mean? But they've went and scored six goals with Friday Divers back amongst the goals. I think he got a hat-trick, but they're a good side, mate. They went and won. They've won a cup. They're already sitting at the top of the league anyway. I know that they've got... They've actually they've got a game in hand, but it's going to be good. It's going to be tight. Not mean, but Jimmy's team are good, man, and they've they've won something now. So they've got that belief. They've got that. that they see that in a dressing room when you win something together, man. It's just the belief that that will keep them on. So that's one thing that Renfrew have in their their armory. But they've got listen. They've got a lot of a lot of football to be played. Not mean. I definitely. It was a it was a good one. It's probably what they've needed. That. A comfortable win without losing. Clean sheet, mate. Back clean yeah. sheet, not me. Um, on Ashfield, I think that the form that Ashfield are in, people would expect Ashfield to beat the Ants, but the Ants have been excellent this season, and that's Ants the Ants' first defeat at home in the league since October twenty one. Unreal, mate. That's honestly terrifying. That's that's crazy for anybody to go that long. I I think firstly before you. Firstly, before you like say how good a result is for Ashfield, you need to congratulate the Ants on that record. Do you know what I mean? That's no mean feat by any club to do that at home. At me, that's a fortress. Do you know what I mean? But and well done to Danny and all his team, and and they've made McKenna part the hard place to go to. But for me, that just speaks volumes for how good a result that was for Ashfield. You know what I mean? They've been doing there. They've won the game three 0 kept a clean sheet. Mick Jamie and that are doing, doing a great job there. Bobby, Bobby Barr is flying, mate. Know what I mean? Yeah, uh, he's a. Uh, I know, I know Bobby Barr's why he's 34, same age as me. For 35 this year. He's um, he's getting on in terms of age, but the quality he's got, the level he's put at, the experience he's got, is huge for a club like that. Oh, that's huge, mate. But see, when I see him putting a tweet about how much he's enjoying his football, that's why he's playing well, mate. Because yeah. it doesn't matter what age you're, you know that yourself, PG. You know what I mean? See, see if you're at a club and you're enjoying it and you're turning up to training and you're turning up to games and you're winning games and it's a good dressing room and you're winning and that, then that's where the form comes from, man. Honestly, I always think people play their best football when they're enjoying their football and they're, they're part of a dressing room that they enjoy being around the people as well, do you know what I mean? So when when all when when all that ticks the boxes, then the good form comes with it and, and I feel they're flying, mate. And I'm I'm buzzing off it because you know my feelings for the club as well. Do you know what I mean? Spent spent four years there and a, a brief spell as a player too. So really good to see and, and I can't speak highly enough for the work that that Mick and Jamie and the, the boys are doing down there and I just want them to keep it going, do you know what I mean? I want them to push it all the way, it'd be brilliant to see Ashfield in that championship, mate. Uh, definitely, that'd be great. Um, local derby, uh, Perthshire beating Maryhill 2-1, Maryhill 1-3, won the last three games, finding that form that we've said that we think they would find and they've put themselves in a position now that Possibly looking to stay in the in the league, and it's it's great to see because obviously we're we're pals and Mark, but on Perthshire, that's them. They're sitting two points off top of the table. Granted, they've played four more games in round through three more than uh, sorry two more than round through three more than Ashfield. That's a ridiculous run of form there in the new. They've picked up thirteen points at the last possible eighteen. That's excellent form for me. 
I don't know how Billy continually does it, mate. Honestly, it doesn't. Year in, year out, he gets a team together and he and he manages to get them so competitive and doing really well. And this season's been no different. They're, they're up there. Do, do you know what I mean? I albeit they've maybe played four more games, but to be up there, do you know what I mean? It's a good season. They, they're winning lots of games. I thought, well, that's a great, that's a great result. Because Mark's team had been flying, they'd been playing some good stuff because some of their goals that they've been putting out as well, you can see what they're, they're trying to do and you can see that they're flying, they beat Renfrew as well, do you know what I mean? And they were scoring goals for fun, so that just shows you what a result that is for the Shire, don't get me wrong, the Shire's always a hard place to go to. Um, but Martin, I think they've got our deal next week, which is a big one because mm-hmm. one guy I'm buzzing for is big Shawnee boy doing it hard deal, mate, that's a because he was due a good one, not I mean. Is, that's a that's a great one as well. Because Ardy have had a really hard season. And four for doing really well, not me. Ardy have lost the last five before yesterday. Four have kind of been in decent enough form. They're a tough team to be, like you said. That's a huge win to now. And again, a clean sheet, which is really important. That win took them out of the relegation zone yesterday as well. Oh, I've well, seen somewhere, oh, but that was sorry, mate. No, it's I think I had seen somewhere that 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 been our deal's first home game in what, September or something, and 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 that would have been a good decent atmosphere down there because that fourth that day fourth mad squad would have been out and skipping mm-hmm. behind the team, and that's always worth its weight in gold as well because that the, the the push that that gives the players and the energy it gives the players, you know what I mean? That, I really do believe that players feed off the energy that the fans give them and all, you know what I mean? Um, and it's a great result for them and, and it's, it's something that they can use to kickstart. So that'll be a good game for them next week against Mary Hull. A big game at that. Aye, definitely a cracking game. Um, Mabel 2, Craig Mark 2. Craig Mark had a tremendous start to the season and then they kind of wavered a bit and they picked up another good bit of form uh, of late. So they were disappointed to have dropped two points there. Mabel are a really tough team, really hard place to go to, but they've, they've kind of been a bit of a mixed bag for the last maybe two months or something. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a good point for them. Craig Mark would have been looking to have to get a win there and get themselves right in touching distance, which they're only five points after them through a game in hand, so they're nowhere near even out here. But it's a, it's a game that I like to have a couple of points more out of. Don't think I can add much more value to that, PG, mate. I shouldn't, mate. At the bottom of the table, Wishaw beating Glasgow United 3 2. Glasgow United have only won two out of 16 games. One draw, 13 defeats. I know they're in a proper transition period now. For me, there's absolutely no chance of them staying up. It's um, it's too much an ask for, for Rab and the team. It's a shame for them because they started off what looked like they were going to be no too bad this season, maybe a mid-table type team. And it's just the arses fell at it for them. But it's a massive win for Wishaw because they need the points after four, uh, back there. four straight defeats. Aye. It's good for Dunny. It's good for Dunny in that. Do you know what I mean? Because he's had a, a couple of weeks old ones the last couple of weeks and that that one, that's a good one for them. Do you know what I mean? A good one to win. But I definitely what you're saying, Leslie United, disappointing for them and they'll be they'll be hurting. Do you know what I mean? They'll, they, their ambitions only to be doing that, doing that end of the league and but what they'll do is, is they'll keep working and they'll keep working hard behind the scenes and whether it's for this season or next. But I always think that start putting points up this season, finish, try and get finish the season as strong as you can, try and pick up as much as you can because that can always take your momentum into the following season. It helps you keep players as well. Don't you? Maybe yeah. 
Um, Coside, one, Joker, three. Two teams sitting kind of mid-table-ish, both looking quite safe. Joker, I've had a good wee run early. They kind of started really strongly, fell right out and came back, and that's three wins in the bounce for them. Coside, it's a first defeat in six, so... Um, They'll be a bit disappointed with that, but it's been another, yeah, it's a team who have fair picked up since the new management have come in. Aye, Kulsifer, Kulsifer have picked up, and I think they'll continually get better with Carlo, do you know what I mean? Uh, once he gets a chance to get next season, a pre-season under his belt and get Mary's in players in, but Gordon's done a right good job at Yoakum, mate. Right good job at Yoakum, uh, take a hats off to him because gets to a Scottish Cup final last year and the, the team's looking very, very comfortable this year in the league, do you know what I mean? So I think he, he deserves a lot of credit because he's had to lose a lot of his better players and on the summer and that there and at the start of the season as well. So hats off to them and, and Joker are, are doing well and they'll be a tough, they're a tough team for any team to beat in the league. Aye, another one which was really important was Muir's Cup beating Greenock um, 3-1, sorry, 2-1. 10 men for most of the game, still managerless. That was a big win for them. Greenock, no spoke to the Nixon. They're in a they're kind of in a really tough spell with their side so young. We've touched on it before. But that's a big one for Muir Cup because Greenock win that, they're sitting on 21 points. Now they're sitting on 18, only two points clear of relegation. And Muir Cup take themselves on to 21, five clear of relegation, which is an important one for them. Surely, surely whoever's been taking Muir Cup in the short term should have a chance of getting the joke because their results have been decent, man. They've only lost one out of the last four or five since Kev left. So, sorry, only lost one out of the last four or five. One, two, and drawn two. So whoever's, whoever's been in charge, I think it's been, I think it's been the goalie, mate. The boy, the boy Nathan, the goalie, I'm sure it's been. But um, Scott Steedman's been helping take the team as well. They've gave, they gave a bit of continuity. So, in my opinion, that they should be front runners for the job. I know that Muir Kirk will have people applying for the job but I think that they both should be front runners because they've gave they've gave stability and they're doing well. But that's thing I touched on it with the young boys a chance that are already there. Agree. Um I touched on it with Large when we we're talking about the form that they're in. That kind of picking up ten points at uh, say five, six games or whatever. Muir Cup in the last six have picked up eleven points. That's form that keeps you in the league. Definitely mm-hmm. keeps you in the league. Yep. Like you say, that's the boys that have been there are the ones who have added to that form. Um, just looking at the table, this is actually quite an interesting league. You're looking at, I think it's a two-horse race between Renfrew and Ashfield to win it. No saying that Craig Mark can't come back in, no at all. But to me, I think it'll be between the two of them. But you're looking for that that promotion spot in third place. You could Perthshire on 33 points, Craig Mark on 30, Joker on 28, the Ants on 28, both on 28, Mabel get 25, but I've got like three or four games in hand on everybody. That's going to be so tight, but on the flip side, everybody's been nine down is in a, a potential relegation battle, so that league is very, very interesting. Every game, and then that's going to, everybody's going to need the points as much as anybody else for their own their battles and their own aspirations, so it's going, to, it's going to be good viewing. Definitely. Right, move on to Division 3. Ardrossan 1, Urban Dix 2, Dorai 1, Kaluk 3, Lanark 3, Kelo 0, Luger 2, Royal Albert 1, New Mains 0, Garvin 3, Port Glasgow 4, East Kilbride 1, Sulcoats 
2, Lesmi Hegel 4, Bela Clyde 2, Bela Leaven 1. Um, top of the table battle, Adrossen and Irvin Bix. Absolute cracker, Irvin Bix coming away with a win. Adrossen will be disappointed, Irvin Bix will be absolutely delighted. I think Irvin Bix get beat last week, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So it's so for them to bounce back against one of the one of the teams up there, do you know what I mean? It's, it's massive for them and it's a great it's a great win for Vix and tap that tap of that links up is a belter in it. Aye, because you're looking at you're saying Irvin Bix lost last week. That was their so they last week was their seventeenth game of the season and that was the first defeat since the first game of the season. That's what I mean. So they, they it's been a, it was their first defeat in sixteen or something. Then. So but but it, imagine they went lost to Adrossen and it was two defeats in the spin. So for them to bounce back, has been brilliant character for the players and for, for Dougie and that, do you know what I mean? And, and that's a big result because I looked at that Adrossen team for Saturday as well. I looked at the lineup the day and I'm like, ah, they've got some top, top players there, mate. Top players. So for, for anybody to turn anybody to turn them air, do you know what I mean? Has to, has, to be, has to be on form and I said, We've went to watch Alvin Vix and they're, they're, they're a good side as well and they're, they're organised and they've got great support there as well. And, and again, as I was just saying just there, the energy that support gives to the players as well and the tight games, mate, it's, that, that's just a wee factor that can get you the line as well. So well done to them. That's a big three points. And as I said, the top of that table is very tasty. Well, you look, um, Lanark got a 3-0 win against Kell. Kell was spoken about it recently Tremendous start, falling away. But I think for Kello, the fact that they're looking at being a top seven or eight team in that league is a good good season for them to maybe go and build on next year. Kello's Atlanta. start's been it's been brought up a really good, really good blessing for them because Aye. it just when you get through that stuttery bit, it's still you don't get dragged into something that you don't want to be in, it just keeps you away from that. Is the issue you've got in this league as well? Sixteen good in this season. Yeah, that's how that, I think Kelo still had a really, really good season. Oh, aye. Well, they're sitting, Kelo sitting in eighth place, played 17, won nine, drawn one, lost seven. Still got a plus um, goal difference as well. But on Lanark, that was a good win for them. They have played 20 games, takes them to the top of the league, 49 points. Adrossen are sitting with 22 games on 47. And you got Vela Clyde beating Vela Leaven yesterday. A tight affair, but it looks at. But again, they're an our team who great form I'm looking at all the top teams the top five they've all lost like one game at the last five or six so it's everybody's winning they're not really playing each other now. so it'll be quite interesting when they all start playing against each other cause... that's why that Irvin Vicks via Dross and see when, when the other teams they all play each other see the team that can come out top most of the games is going to be the team that pips the league but Vela Clyde and all as you say Vela Clyde have shown what a good side there this season and Fully backed him to be up there, and, and that was another that was another win for them on Saturday. And they've got a tight unit as well. Not I mean they've got good players there, but Davit McBig McDavid's playing with them. Not I mean and Robbie Peebles and that and Don Scott. So they've got they've got good players and they've got some young boys in there as well. So I think they'll be right up there and all. But it's it's, it's good viewing, man. It's good for anybody that's interested in just West of Scotland in general or any of the teams, mate. That's going to be a brilliant brilliant running. Because they're all, like I said, they're all so, in such good form. Even like Les Mahego had a great start, fell away, coming right back at the new That's five wins in the bounce for them after beating Sulcoats 4-2 yesterday. Yeah. But, I mean, they've played, but when you look at it, I'll go through it, right? 
Like I said, Lanark played 20-49 points. Aldrossen played 22-47. Felakaid played 18-43. on Irvin Bix played 18-42. on Les Mihigo played 19-41. on And I'll go as far as Lark Hall, who have played 16-35. on You could be looking at any of the top six giving themselves a right good chance of winning that league. And you've got six teams who are going to fight out for the top three. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Aye, I, 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 I'd struggle to pick a win out of that because, as you say, Lanark's form is very good and I don't know. I actually don't know. For a neutral, mate, it's, it's good, mate, you know what I mean? I definitely agree with you. It's, it's going to be so tight. Um, Port Glasgow beat Nisco Bride 4-1. The Port have had a very mixed bag this season. Um, but of late, the fun four at the last six. Stevie's starting, we, we always say that Stevie's starting to put his mark on the team and now they're getting results. They're sitting in seventh place, played 23 games, so they're no they're not going to go up. But at the same time, they're absolutely no danger again doing either. And I think that for the port, that's a good first season for Stevie and Davey and, and Elsa and Big Abu to look to push on next season for them. Aye, they'll be after I think I think they'll be up right up there next season. They'll be one of my contenders for next season for sure. I think you might be right. East Bride on the flip side. For Azza, it's a bit of a sore one. They've no won any of the last four, losing three. Um, but again, they're a team who I think they're in a, a good enough position that they could be all right. They're nine points clear of relegation at the moment. But in that relegation, Royal Albert are gone. Soulcoats are gone. New mains. It might be a, it might be a bit of a stretch for them, but then you've got Kaluk, huge one at the weekend three one. Baylor leaving, whose form has really picked up, drawn too many games for me, but have really picked up and they've given themselves a chance. And Luger, another team winning at the weekend, keeping themselves just in the hunt to stay up. Aye, as you say, with, with six games down, mate, that that becomes a right good ding dong battle down the Baltimore League as well. So a lot of people will be watching that just as much as they'll be watching the Tarpia and it. Oh mate, it's we say that last year that this year would be the most exciting. And I don't even feel like it's it's got to that stage yet. But see when it gets to late March and April, everything's gonna be so important and what the teams are so close to each other that a few bad results and you could be looking at a top five spot and then you're in the relegation zone, you know what I mean? It's going to be so tight. Every every three points could be huge, mate. See, even any point you could pick up. See, like if you're losing a game 1-0 and you get a last-minute equaliser, not how huge any point could be oh. in that league to stay up, not I mean, or even win it. Aye, it's going to be huge. And it's good, it's what you need for this level. It keeps a good interest as well. I actually seen a start um, the other day there. I was there day. Well, Scottish football per capita is the best attended yeah. football in Europe by, and it's yeah. by an absolute mile as well. See, like when you look at even the lower leagues, they pretty well. But see, if you were to bring in uh, West of Scotland League and the East and the Highland League and all that, the amount of people are going out and watching football because you, you, particularly, you look at yourselves. What was what roughly do you think the crowd would have been? Uh, Good crowd, mate. I think I'd, I'd say probably between, I, probably, I don't know, just after that, probably about six, six, seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, the drum Wednesday night, and the drum's not a hugely supported side, Wednesday night playing the rock, 356 people at it, and you saw with my video I put on how horrific the weather was. Mm-hmm. It's great that people are getting out and supporting their local teams. It's 
the numbers that you're seeing at games, that's the last couple of games I've been at, accounts have been excellent. Like even that cup final with Whitlitz and Renfrew, over a thousand people at it. I, I think that I think that more people are getting back into low league football and I like it, mate, because the affordability, mate, with the cost of living crisis, mate, it's ideal. You're seeing enough good football that people want to go and watch it, but at the same level, there's a lot of mistakes in it. So it's interesting because you'll see lots of goals in cause it. Because team, teams and all like the, the runs at clubs in the West and that have been owning the Scottish Cup and getting games televised and teams and that can see what the standard's like and how the, how well ran there and even just gone to these places, you know what I mean? And then even other podcasts and vlogs all day great jobs, you know what I mean? It promotes it, mate. Excellent, man. But we'll move on to Division 4. Um, Campbelltown, nil. St. Peter's, three. Eastern House, four. Three, nil. Glenville, two. Eglinton, one. Pulsey, six. Rossville, nil. Thorn, one. Harney Row, nil. West Park, three. BSC, nil. My result of the day, Eastern House, four. Three, nil. Not in a million years would I have predicted that. Eastern House have been out looking for players because they've been really struggling re- recently putting on social media. Three, after their blip are losing to St. Peter's, Coolside and West Park, started a fire right back, had won five in the bounce for looking really strong, put St. Caddox at the cup. I would not have had Easter House putting four past three without losing a goal. Result of the day for Martin Guy. Aye, mate, 100%, definitely. Right up there, result of the day as well. Uh, wouldn't have seen that coming. I don't know if they must have put out looking for players. They must have had a, they must have got, man. They must have got a wee intake. I, I think I think Mark, but Mark knows how as our players, but I think the hard thing for him to get the new is is all the players will be signed with clubs already. Do you know what I mean? So I think once he gets a chance to 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 work his magic in the summer, and that they'll they'll be they'll be a force in that division four. But what a result that is! Do you know what I mean? That they've yeah, they've, they've turned it on big time that in that game because three even all sitting talking. I seen something about them saying how they think that. They can compete in the, the couple of divisions above. It's no as simple as that. It's, this is what I'm saying about this level. It is not as simple as this. Every division poses its own problems. And I think for Freve as well, travelling is a massive issue. Oh, we spoke about it with Camden. I think it's a bit different. Freve have a bit more, they're an established team, have got a bit more financial muscle than Campbelltown today. But that travelling has got to take out of players every second week. It's got to take out of them. But it just shows you because Freeve have went and beat Whitlitz and they've went and beat St Caddox and then now they've been beat half Easterhouse, man. So it does show you anybody can beat anybody in any given day. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a, this is just the beauty of the rest of Scotland week, mate. And we've spoken about it as well. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think anybody champions the fourth division like we did. We talked about it. At length, and we're so we praise it so much. Three've seen that last week, and that's three's a team I really want to get to see. I'm really looking forward to going down and seeing them at some point. But three've seen that they are a good side, and they clearly, I think they would manage in the third division. I think they don't think they'd win it, but I think they'd manage in that division. They hassles. But if you're looking at Kosai, lost, drawn one game at 18, 117. West Park lost one out of 15, 114. St. Peter's. Like Kosai are a ridiculously young team. I mean, St. Peter's could play in the twenties league basically, because that's basically that they moved their twenties up with a couple of older players in there. These are good sides. The thorn are starting to come in a bit. No, but that that is what they get. That is, I think it was an assistant manager. I think that's what he was saying. He was saying like 
seven or eight teams could play in the higher divisions and they fought they fought back three to play two divisions above and, and, and be really well in that. But I don't think as many of the teams in that league could go and do no. two divisions I above. I think you've got the I think you've got your Safe in West Parts and that, but I don't know, and Freeve, but I don't, I don't know about the I think, see, see if I was being honest, I think Freeve could survive in that second division. Cosafe in West Park as well. I think St. Peter's would do alright in the third division, um, but I don't think they're ready for a two league jump or anything like that. But you're even looking at BSC, Easterhouse, Rossville winning a third of their games. They're decent enough teams that once they get established at this level, I honestly think next year will be really good for the fourth division. With the six teams coming down, you're going to have a 15-team league, possibly a 16-team league if somebody else gets added in, which I think... 100%. I, I, think, I, think, we, I, think, we have, I think we have championed Division 4 and seeing how better it is and how we're talking about it, but when you're still looking at it, it's a two-horse race, that man. It's still still very much between Colsaif and West Park, but one thing's for sure, it's been a much better watch and... Oh, and it's been a much more things to talk about rather than playing the same team six times during the season. <laughs> I tell you what, see if I see if I'm Brian at Fanart, I'm so glad I go to that league last year. Aye. Aye. How hard would it be for them to go to this year? I think that they still would have uh, Brian, but I die. I know what you're saying. It's no it's no the same thing as what it was the first season where it was a bit it was a bit of a non entity, really, man, but it was only between them and Kosaif, but it's a good league, mate. And the, the, the battle at the top between Kosaif and West Parts pro- proving a right, a right good watch for the neutral, but it's good because they two consistency levels has been unreal. Be nice if uh, when Kosaif and West Park play each other, maybe a wee Friday night game that we could get down to because that, be- that would be good as a Friday night game Aye. because I think that the way that the two clubs are hopefully getting back to their communities a wee bit more, and I think that they would get a decent turnout for that. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I think it'd be a cracker. Um, moving on to San Pedro's 3-0 Campbelltown away. That's um, it's a good result for them. It's always hard to go to Campbelltown. Campbelltown have only won one at 16. I I have heard absolutely nothing, but I really hope that Campbelltown are able to keep going at this level because it must be so financially difficult for them getting players to travel all the time. They've only got six points out of 16 games. It's been a really, really tough season for them. But St. Peter's will be happy to go there get the win. Three wins in the bounce for them as well. Get in there, mate. Get your three points. Get on that bus. Spark a beer, mate. Happy days. Uh-huh. Um, Glenville team spoke about as well having a really tough season. That was a big three points for them against Eglinton who I think have a bit of a hard start but I think Eglinton have done better than I predicted them today. I thought they would be thought they'd be rock bottom of the table. I seen on Twitter that they had a man sent and I think it's two weeks in a row and I think that's maybe hampered them a wee bit so they'll be disappointed but it's a, a really good three points for, for Glenville mm-hmm. No, probably three points for because as you say they've had their struggles this season do you know what I mean? Aye um, The Thorn beating Harmony Row one now Harmony Row seem to be picking up they're not really getting a lot of points but they're picking up the Thorn that was a good one for them after a kind of they've had a wee up and down spell they'll be happy with that win Top two go say 6-0 against Rossville Academy West Park 3 against PSC. It's like you say that it's a two horse race between the two of them. They're just no letting up at all. No, no. Something's going to have to give for one of them to win the league, but and it's probably going to come down to the game against each other. Aye, I think so, mate. I think so. But what 
we'll wrap it up there. That was quite a long one, right? That was an hour we went for that. But mm-hmm. um, before we finish up, sadly, due to work and um, your football commitments, we can't even make the Davo and Falk Cup game, which by the time this is out, it's tonight. Um, I'll be watching it in the telly. I'll be chanting for, for Davo. Um, see, even if they don't do it, it's been the most incredible run that they've had. I actually think this is a harder game for them than the Aberdeen game. Is that I think so, mate. I do think so. Is Falkirk were 100%? No, that Aberdeen wouldn't have done a wee bit of homework on them, but Aberdeen would have thought they were going to get through and beat them. Falkirk won't make that mistake. I know Falkirk had them watching a couple of times. They'll know them very well. Falkirk have brought in quite a few players in January. They're kind of looking a wee bit more sound themselves in the league. But Davo can beat them as well. It's I think it would be really tough for them. I think Davo can beat them if they really go for it. It's tough on the for Davo because now there's a now there's a media because of the media uh, and all that and everything that surrounded it and it's quite rightly so, mate, because it's a, it's the best result in Scottish Cup history. But that's just added it. That's just added extra fuel to probably Falkirk's fire in it and just made it that wee bit. I think that wee bit more difficult for Davo. But listen. Fucking who can write Davo off now, man? Eh? Not, I mean, imagine Davo getting the quarterfinals of the Scottish the way that draws, man. Yeah, as you're looking at the stage, you're in a place where Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, you know what I mean? Draws like that. I know Davo have money, um, so it's not like they don't depend on the money, like, say, a team, say, if I talk to you, say, them chap will be Elgin and manage to get through against their United. That money would be huge for them, and they've got a bit of money as well. But Davo don't depend on the money. But imagine you go to Parky the Ibrox in the quarterfinals in the Scottish Cup. The money you could make for that Mick could open mail restaurant, do you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, look, watch this, mate. Right, this is Mick's team talk. <laughs> <laughs> look at my boy Rasset there. And you go. BBC camera, you on? <laughs> <laughs> Sons of Darvo. <laughs> I am Mick Kennedy. <laughs> Mick Kennedy was seven feet tall, so he shot lightning bombs his ass. I can't wait to hear his team talk, mate, honestly. Talk, but listen, all the best to Darvo. Yeah. We're, we're, we're backing them, we're supporting them, and and I hope that they can get the job done. It would be amazing to see. But as you say, PG, so proud of what they've done as a West Side, mate. I'll, I'll quote Mick Kennedy to finish. To the Davo boys, well, tonight, look to your brothers, look to your family, look to the next room. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs>